Hello and welcome to another edition of the Race Department podcast. I'm Paul Glover, uh, your good-looking host. You'd have to trust me on that. And join in the virtual RD studio. I'm just joined with two of my colleagues uh, this time around. First up, we've got Danny. Danny, hello. Hello, hello. How are you faring in the world that we're currently living in? Very well, very fine. No worries Keep, around here. Keeping yourself busy with uh, with sim racing. Trying to, yeah. And trying not to go too crazy by staying home too long. So, finding the balance. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, you're following government guidelines and uh, and keeping at a distance and uh, locking yourself away where appropriate. And uh, and second in the booth with us is uh, Davide. Hello, Davide. Ciao, 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 ciao. <laughs> ciao, my friend. And how are you keeping in the in this world that we are currently uh, currently in? Uh, keeping myself busy, you know, trying to be productive uh, uh, and stuff. <laughs> I mean, we got we got to hurry up because, as you saw by the photo that I sent you guys on WhatsApp, I did some baking at the weekend. Oh yeah, I uh, I saw and it was it, it looked delicious. And I can tell you this now, they taste delicious. So um, <laughs> I uh, I'm sure, like you have with um, family and friends, you've done a little bit of FaceTime and. Um, and also, you know, a, a man that's now in his uh, 40s, would you believe? I'm a young 40. Um, you know, my friends, a lot of my friends are married and got kids and they've started online gaming again. So, um, because they've got to do something to fill the time that they, that they now have because no, none of them, a lot of them aren't working um, because I've got friends and mechanics and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, so I decided to do a bit of baking because um, I phoned my brother the other day and he was eating a brownie. Uh, his fiance sent me the recipe and it was really easy and I've got about half the tray remaining and they're in the freezer. So I'm trying not to eat them all because I don't want to get too overweight. But there we go. <laughs> Which is a serious a serious risk during the quarantine. Oh yeah, during the lockdown. I mean, where I'm yeah. sat right now recording, uh, uh, you know, next to my PC, right behind me is my fridge. You know, ah, so the, the temptation... Yeah, and, and the thing is as well, like, you know, like the, the office I'm in, I call it an office, my slash, my gaming room, my study, whatever you want to call it, um, is right next to my kitchen. So again, you know, like the apparatus to, to make something is 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 right there. So yeah, it takes a lot of willpower. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and, and, I be, and I also, at the weekend, um, I don't know if I probably mentioned this before, but I recently built a new PC and when I built, when I bought that PC, I bought some fans, and it turns out they were too big for the case. <clears throat> so, oh, um, so I've had, so I then, so I put those uh, fans in my old PC and took the other ones out of the old PC and put them in my new PC because those ones are 120 mil, is where the other ones are 140. And I've, I've done a bit of messed around and reconfiguration, and um, yeah, but I'm still trying to get some some lighting to work in my new PC that I can't get to work on my Corsair fans. And yeah, so I'm trying to, little jobs I've been putting off, I've been trying to complete like that. And have you guys done anything similar? Yeah, now there are no excuses, to be honest. And I look at all the things I've always postponed, and I'm like, ah, fuck, now I need to do this, now I need to do that. Yeah, no, but, indeed. Uh, it, it, you know, as well as, as much as I want to do sim racing all the time or, uh, or gaming, you know, 
I got I got tasks that I need to do. I cleaned the windows at the weekend as well before I did some baking. I mean, <laughs> I'm, just gonna, I'm going I'm going crazy. What about you, David? Have you been ticking off any any tasks? Uh, well, during the first uh, couple of weeks uh, in quarantine, uh, I, I didn't do much, and I was starting to uh, to get crazy. <laughs> uh, you know, the, uh, we are not used to do uh, to do nothing uh, all day. It, it kind of makes you, yeah, crazy. So I decided to uh, do something that I always wanted to do, but never actually. Uh, did or did properly and I started to learn German oh wow you learn a language oh, nice. yeah yeah I'm nice. uh, half, half through the, the book <laughs> and uh, yeah let's hope uh, it, it's difficult because um, um, it's uh, it, it's like when I was studying English uh, I mean uh, you you learn the structures uh, uh, the, of the sentences uh, the various uh, you know rules uh, and everything how the language works but then you find yourself uh, uh, incapable of speaking because you have no vocabulary that's the, <laughs> that's the problem when you learn a language you have no vo- vocabulary at all that's the hardest part I wish uh, you could do like in Matrix uh, that uh, you you download <laughs> into your brain <laughs> the entire vocabulary yeah, yeah. yeah that's the the uh, annoying part uh, of, uh, of learning a new language yeah yeah no uh, I, I haven't learned a language since school but yeah kudos to you I mean you're using your time very very wisely and um, I hope our listeners are too and um, and you know and keeping themselves and their loved ones safe it is a, it is a, a weird world that we're living in so because we're living in this weird world, I mean, I don't know about everybody else, but we were having a chat earlier on about the podcast, and I said, let's just do a short one this week, 30 to 45 minutes, um, talking about one topic, because I listen, I love listening to podcasts, but because I'm not commuting, um, I'm not listening to them as much as I, as I normally would be. Um, and because I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I don't necessarily enjoy listening to a podcast while I'm at home. Um, I like to be out and about, which I'm not really doing. Um, and when I exercise, I will listen to music. So I thought we'd do something a little bit different this week and just talk about uh, one topic. And um, and we'll try and do something a little bit sooner than, than every two weeks and try and just sort of drip free. Because everybody and their mum and their uncle and their granddad seems to suddenly be releasing podcasts while everybody's in lockdown. So <laughs> I'm sure <clears throat> I'm sure you guys have got enough to listen to. So... Um, we thought we'd do the opposite and just trim back a little bit. So we are in this lockdown worldwide at the moment in America. So, you know, in, in across Europe, um, in Africa, in all different nations. So um, and one of the, I guess, one of the positives uh, as regards to sim racing fans is the recent um, upsurge in esports. Um, I think you could, I think you should be allowed to call them esports because they're, for instance, we've had the the Formula One um, drivers getting involved in uh, in esports with F1 2019. Uh, completely, uh, those of you who may follow him on Twitch and YouTube, Lando Norris, who is probably my favourite Formula One driver of the the current uh, grid at the moment. Uh, I think I probably have, just I have, probably. Well, yeah, yeah. To be fair, to be fair to them, Carlos Sainz is is number two for me at the moment you know 
Um, I've never loved a Spanish driver so much, if I'm being totally honest. So I could easily sit down and just chat to that lad. So he seems like a really nice guy. And, I, and he seems a lot like his dad. And his dad seems pretty down to earth as well. Um, Carlos Sainz Sr. So um, we've seen a bit of a, a rise, haven't we, guys, in the um, amount of esports. So let's let's start there first. Um, at the moment, we haven't got a real... First off, let, let me first question for you. Are you missing your real motorsport? Uh, I was until I started looking. Well, uh, until I started to watch one of these uh, esports events that were mixing sim racers and I, real drivers, okay. and I, then I noticed that uh, actually no. You, so since since you started watching the esports, so what, what what predominantly what motorsport do you watch? I'm uh, I'm a big fan of GT cars, and I I. Used to watch a lot of the Blancpain, which is now the GT World Challenge. Yeah, well, Europe, that's I guess. right. And He's I... called that. Yeah, I pointed that out to you the other day. Yeah, very good. <laughs> and they <laughs> they came up with a with an event that was mixing both some of their drivers that normally run that championship, and then a few like invited sim racers and other sim racers that qualified online through a hot lap session. Yeah, and they got the. Um, the main the the guy that commentates the real races they got him on board to commentate for the the sim racing charity coronavirus event yeah yeah and it sounded just like it was the same voice it was so familiar it was at Monza the cars were the same and it just felt like even though I knew it was a game the atmosphere was the same so I didn't miss that it was not an, a real event for me it was just as good yeah yeah what about you David eh? You've been missing uh, your motorsport. I must say that I'm not particularly particularly missing the the races. Also because uh, uh, lately I've been able to follow with a certain uh, constance only the F1 races. Uh, I just wish that uh, these um, esports races were uh, a bit more organized. Uh, because uh, right now it seems like they are trying to uh, do seasons, uh, championships, and so and so on and so forth. But uh, uh, probably they uh, do not actually know how to structure the season itself or to uh, manage the various races. And so these seasons uh, are, uh, in some cases, aren't. Uh, happening in other cases are happening but uh, with some problems and some issues uh, so maybe i think they might just do you know single races without pretending to do a virtual yeah, season i mean, the, the, I, mean I, I kind of feel like you're going off a tangent there uh, both of you actually the question is are you missing your motorsport are you fundamentally missing you know the the real thing at the moment no no okay. no no okay um <clears throat> so touching on the point you just said there, David, about um, the structure of it. It's funny, I was having a conversation with um, Mr. Jeffrey the other day, who sadly can't be here tonight because he's not feeling too well. So uh, get well soon, Paul. Um, it's not, I don't think it's coronavirus. And, don't panic and save us from the other Paul, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two Europeans against one Brit. We can see how this is going. Um <clears throat> So anyway, I've just completely lost my train of thought. But oh, structure. So yeah. you know, suddenly everybody and their dog is trying to get esports on the ground, off the ground, and we'll we'll talk about that in a bit more detail. But um, 
I like, I quite like what SRO did, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. And out of all the East, I'm kind of letting the getting letting the cat out of the bag pretty early. It wasn't the plan, but because you mentioned it, um, Danny, that that was my favourite esport event yet. Um, and you're right. And <clears throat> you know they had, I think they had Ben Costilianos. I'm terrible at pronouncing his surname, so sorry about that, Ben, if you listen. Um, who you know, who I, I follow on Twitter um, and is involved in a lot of esports. So he was one of the co-commentators, and then they had the other two main commentators who normally do, um, you know, the, the what was known as the Blank Bands series up until recently. Um, and and the, the rate, the quality of the racing was really good. But what I also liked was the event because it was over. It was like two qualifying races to a final is when. When at RD, where we try and organise a league or any other leagues that that, that occur across the, the spectrum that is the internet, um, you know, whether that, it, you know, the amount of leagues that go on is is ridiculous. Some small, some large. Um, you know, that's that's a commitment for everybody to be there for say a number of weeks on a on a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday or a, at a certain time. Um, as where if you have an event, like on a Saturday afternoon, for instance, which is what the SRO did, or was it Sunday? I can't remember which. I think it might have been a Saturday. It's over and done with, you know? And I quite like that. And as a viewer, it's less commitment from me as well. Um, what are your thoughts, Danny and Davide, on, the, on that kind of model going forward? If people just announce like, a, like a, a, an event that lasted maybe two or three hours on an afternoon... Yeah, I think that uh, honestly, yeah, continuing on the uh, train of thought that um, I had before, it's uh, yeah. it's maybe the, the best uh, the best thing doing this uh, this kind of uh, you know organizing organizing these kind of races um, uh, yeah, without because, you yeah. know from a driver perspective, David Day, right? So yeah. if you're signing up to a league, you've then got to look at your diary x amount of time ahead. Mm-hmm. If you can't make a certain race, you can't compete. You know, yeah, but if it's exactly. just a one-off event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Because um, you know, pretending to do uh, an entire season, uh, uh, of course, virtual season, uh, without having uh, you know a previous background, uh, uh, the the necessary know-how to to run it, it can be counterproductive. It's it is just. Uh, better to make uh, as you, as we were saying uh, one off races a single races uh, for people and uh, real drivers to have fun and actually be able to take part because um, with uh, with these seasons uh, you can see that uh, many times not all of the real drivers uh, uh, you know from the real season uh, uh, compete or, uh, or are able to take part Instead, with a one-off race, uh, uh, you know, you can uh, talk with your drivers and find uh, uh, a date uh, where you can uh, be able to have all of them uh, together, which is much more interesting. It's less interesting to have a race with just uh, four, five, six of the actual drivers. Yeah, and you notice, like, uh, easily... Oh, at least in some leagues, you see people that eventually start to drop away, or if they don't find, they find hard to get the commitment throughout the whole thing. And yeah. one-offs races, they they it's all about that one thing. It's a bit like in the old days, there used to be non-championship uh, Formula One races. They were just like one-offs for people to go and just race. And uh, 
some drivers that were not part of the championship would show up and uh, some others were from other championships and they would make one-off appearances and it would still be good racing because at the end of the day when when people go racing they do want to do their best and and win because they cannot play the points game or anything they it's just they have to give everything for that one race so normally the racing comes out good so i think it's also a win-win there yeah people are people are more willing to take risk you know aren't they if it's a one-off event um yeah because if, if, if um if it's a championship event you know people are thinking about the the long game i mean what i what i liked about um I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't, I don't really think I watched the SRO qualifying races. I only really watched the final, which I think was an hour race, if I, if I recall. Um, and I, I'm not sure how long the, um, the, uh, the qualifying races were, but what I loved is because people went through that qualifying races like they did, it, it meant that the quality like rose to the top. Um, and there was some, um, and it was, and it, they, oh, sorry. So Danny's telling me that it, there were one-hour quality races. So yeah, they were also. Um, so yeah, I mean that you know that's a lot of dedication, not just from the drivers, but from from the uh, from the viewer as well. But I think it's it's better than having to commit to weekends. Um, and, and the best thing about it, it was for charity, and and it was just a really robust uh, production. And I thought that um, you know there were certain elements that. They had some technical hitches, um, but you know these these are things when you're doing things over the internet rather than on a on a site, you are going to have those issues that are, are going to occur due to a packet being dropped um, here or there. And I, um, yeah, I thought it was really really um, good fun. And and the only thing for me though is sometimes that takes you away from um, because it, like you say, David, it was kind of it was kind of real like and. Um, and with the commentators, but then every so often the cars would move in a really strange way. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you know, over certain bumps, and it just take that take you away from that illusion a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it, it breaks the uh, how do you call it in uh, in theater and movies the uh, the, no. wall, the kind of the yeah it, yeah, yeah. Less. It, it breaks it breaks the illusion of yeah. uh, of that being um, yeah you know an actual race yes it does a little bit yeah and it, and it and it's just it's only a minor thing but it's but it's there but if we turn our attention to um f1 2019 which is more of an arcade game and it's been running by um the guys at formula one and it's using the same studio that we've seen represented in their esports series um you know, it, it's it's carnage. Like the racing's carnage. I mean, yeah. even from the professionals. Yeah. Except if you're Charles Leclerc and you're you start pole and that's it, you're gone. Oh, I just hit my mic stand. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Um, you know, and but the, behind him is absolute mayhem. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a combination of uh, different uh, factors. Uh, uh, from uh, one side, uh, the the actual uh, game or sim that, uh, as you were saying, might be losing or dropping some packets here and here or there, or um, not being properly stable. And on the other side, you must not forget that uh, these real drivers, while being, you know real actual professional sport drivers uh, most of them have never uh, touched uh, a sim rig or a sim so they're not yeah. used uh, to driving in a sim and they spin like uh, yeah. like uh, every one of us did uh, in uh, 
in his or her first races. So you have a combination of, uh, of these uh, different uh, factors. I mean, I even have Johnny Herbert racing, which uh, makes me laugh. And uh, he's normally the, <laughs> normally the first one to spin. Danny, have you watched any of the, um, the F1 content? Uh, I've watched a little bit of this. Uh, there was a one-lap knockout a few days ago, maybe yesterday, I don't know, uh, where two drivers, either real-life drivers or just YouTubers or sim racers, would go head-to-head for one lap on different races. And there was a tournament of 16 with knockouts. So, But I, I don't know, I just... I didn't like the format, so I didn't really stick to it, and I, I don't know. The SRO one felt like okay, it's a one-hour race, like it's a one full stint, okay. But I, the other ones, the the F one ones, I, I couldn't really stick to. Well, the F one race that occurred on um, Sunday evening, it's now Tuesday, um, was a half distance race of fifty percent. Um, but the, the first one they tried to do, they cut it to twenty five percent because. Um, drivers kept having technical issues connected to the game um, so they had to fill the air on their broadcast for quite some time and they announced that they were changing the distance of the race and then um, this week for, for whatever reason Lando Norris keeps having issues with F1 2019 um, which maybe is the game I don't know but everyone else seems to be able to, been able to connect but I guess what what's interesting is like the likes of um, of, of Charles Leclerc now is is Simming. Um, Nando Norris is, as we know, I've mentioned already, has been simming for quite some time. Um, and there are other drivers that have suddenly started. So George Russell. Um, and there was something about him taking his top off that I think some people have been going crazy about. I could only imagine it was the fairer sex um, doing that. Sorry, what, what was he taking off? Yeah, apparently like people were trying to get him to take his top off. Um, so it apparently happened in a stream and while they were practicing and stri- all of the drivers at the same time were practicing yeah. and streaming on Twitch so you know what's really funny is you got Charles Leclerc basically said am I streaming like he, he, he you know like he just didn't, he just didn't know and then his brother um, his brother Arthur it's, it's spelled Arthur but it's pronounced Arthur I believe um, was also um streaming as well so you've got all you know suddenly these people that have never come across um uh and even nicholas latifi who i think is now driving for williams isn't he in f1 we haven't seen him yet he's streaming as well you know so and they're all meeting together and and, um and 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 practicing and um and all in the same discord channel and and all that malarkey and you know, and I, I, I think for them, what it allows them to do is connect with the fans a lot more. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. makes them more uh, reachable, attainable, attainable, perhaps is probably the word I'm looking for. Um, a bit more down to earth as well, because the conversations they were ha- Oh, and um, Alex Albon as well, sorry, was also involved. I don't think he was streaming. I couldn't work out if he had a, a Twitch account or not, but um, he was there as well. There was um, a Giovinazzi too. I don't know. Yeah, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, um, I think that they chose the uh, they chose the uh, younger drivers among the current roster. Maybe, as you were saying, you know, to try and uh, uh, link to the audience uh, more. Uh, after all, it's not a secret that uh, the F1 um, audience's uh, numbers uh, are going a bit down. So maybe 
you know, this is also a, a marketing uh, strategy to I try. Yeah, may, maybe. I don't know if I agree with that so much. I yeah, mean, because um, I, why, uh, you know, Giovinazzi, Albon, Leclerc, uh, and not uh, Ricciardo or, uh, you know, Vettel, uh, uh, Rosberg. I know, Carl, I know Carlos signs sim races, so I'm surprised to not see him take part. Maybe because um, they have kids at home to take care of and spend time with. That's probably also a factor. Could be yeah, 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 yeah true. Drivers. Yeah. Um, I know that, um, oh, who was it? Uh, oh, forget his name. Oh, uh, Grosjean, Roman Grosjean. He um, recently got a SimLab uh, rig, um, but in, which he posted on his Instagram account, and I forwarded it to you guys earlier on. But if you notice in the background, he already has a rig, which I noticed has Fanatec V3 pedal. So he looks like he's upgrading. One in the background looks like a play seat of, or, or a similar brand. Um, so he's going the upgrade route. It looks like he's got CSW 2.5 in the background as well. Yes, Davide. A quick question that came to my mind just now. Yeah. Do you guys think that, uh, you know, all of these drivers uh, from both uh, F1 and uh, other series that are now getting into sim racing uh, are going to stick with it uh, after this well, crisis uh, is I'm, gone? I'm, I'm, well, yeah, I mean, that's one of the topics I want to, I kind of want to get to is what happens when things go back to normal. Um, so I think we'll pick that up later. It's a really good question, but okay. I think we want to okay. kind of just cover off I think we kind of be jumping ahead, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's, okay. it's definitely a question that I want to, I want to get to. Yeah, you know, um, I make all the good questions, so if well, you no, need, you don't. Uh, if, I mean, if you need another rubbish. one, uh, I mean, just, <laughs> just ask. I mean, I already had it in my head, so you just you basically just. <laughs> Yeah, but I wish I had a mute button. Um, but um, so we talked about, yeah, I mean, it's good to see these these racers getting involved. And I know, I mean, I know, for instance, um, also Nicholas Hamilton was taking part, um, I think, in the F1 one as well. He was taking part in something. But I know that Lewis and Nicholas have done F1 racing over the years because it was covered by the BBC in the UK when... When um, you know, like the, he he went round, I think they went, they went round Lewis's house, and his brother was there. There was sim racing against each other. Um, <clears throat> another another um, um, in uh, well another another championship. I'm just trying to find the words there. Another championship that's got into the esport arena is uh, IndyCar. Now IndyCar yeah. is um, well supported by iRacing, isn't it? Um, but this yeah. is all the drivers. This is a big difference. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is getting yeah, all yeah. the IndyCar drivers. Yeah. Um, uh, um, I think that uh, at the moment is the best uh, uh, virtual virtual race. Uh, no, sorry. <laughs> the best uh, virtual series supported uh, yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Danny? Well, yeah, actually, I this kind of went under my radar, but I that I would be actually interested to watch as well. So I'll keep an eye on this. I uh, what I wanted to say was that there was also um, a hybrid version of um, of the WTCR. So there's on uh, on race room, there's been a few races with uh, both sim racers and uh, real WTCR drivers like Yagi Monteiro and Jan uh, yeah. yeah. Norbert Michelitz, and um, there were quite a few. Uh, yeah, real WTCR drivers. They made like a little quick cup, let's say. I think it was three or four races, but it was all all through throughout the day, race after race after race. They had like a mini championship. So, and that's of course a bit more easy to follow, at least parts of, because the races were 25 minutes. So, 
Right. So yeah, that one has been also on. What I find interesting is that, you know, he, even Sky Sports in the UK on there, I mean, I, I think they broadcast it on the, the Sky Sports F1 channel. But then once they've been broadcast, they, they're they then putting them up on their um, on their YouTube channel. Um, uh, and even the, uh, I saw that they were, they uploaded the IndyCar one. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah, which has had 12,000 views, which is, uploaded two days ago um and the uh, f1 ones only had half that and i was well it was uploaded a, a day ago so it's probably on on about par um but yeah i mean it's 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 a different world that we're living in now um going back to what davide said about the indycar one i have to agree it, i think it's the best of the of the bunch of like the uh, in that respect um where it's got the real drivers um, you know, Rosenquist, all of them, power. Um, even Robert Wickens is getting involved, um, who's the the guy that had the, the, the bad crash in IndyCar last year, was it? Um, um, and he's on the road to recovery. But unfortunately, his uh, original rig that was supposed to make its way to him, he got kind of let down um, and somebody else has stepped in. So he, he got his rig the other day. I know he's been practicing... Um, which is really good to see. But also what I liked about it, what I liked about it was, again, a bit like the SRO series, they had the real commentators and also because it's in iRacing, um, it had all like the, you know, the overlay displays and the driver, the driver pictures and things. So it was really like a real TV broadcast. Um, and also the last round, they're going to race at any track that they've, that's not in an IndyCar series. So, and I think they're going to do it via vote as well. So um, nice. I'm not sure if it was going to be dry. They weren't too sure whether it was going to be a driver vote or a viewer vote. But you could technically have any car at Spa if the if it's in if the tracks in i racing, which I don't race i racing. Um, but I'm being told it's good at the moment. Yeah, I'm being there, told yeah. by a friend of mine. Spa is there? Sorry, Spa is on i racing. Yep. The spa circuit is on iRacing. Oh, is it? Okay, thank you. I didn't catch what you said the first time around. Um, so, you know, you could have IndyCar at a track we've never seen IndyCar before, and that, that it's, strike, it's strikes it's me cool. as quite interesting. Quite yeah, an interesting it's so cool. thing to do. Yeah, it's a, it's a really nice idea. And that's why, you know, we were saying that it's the best support, not only because they have all or almost all of the drivers, real drivers competing, uh, this the platform is stable because you know you can say what you want about. I, I do not drive uh, i racing neither, so I know that uh, i racers uh, you are used to complain to the tire model, but uh, I can comment on that. But uh, for sure, you can say that is a really rock solid stable for um, online races. And these uh, these uh, you know cool ideas are uh, really the the cherry on top to have uh, these drivers race on on spa or you know or whatever yeah. other track uh, people vote on it's uh, it's really cool it's uh, the other series should uh, should look at what uh, they are doing and try yeah to... but i think the, di the difference is is that they've got that available to them so if you look at like a set of course of it's yeah. a series based game so it's only going to have yeah, tracks yeah, yeah. that are in that sure. series same with f1 2019 and um, the fact that IndyCar licensed is in iRacing platform um, gives them that option to, you know, to, to you know, it opens that that door, yeah. so to speak, doesn't it? So, yeah, sure, you're right. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. other series sure. are not are not in that 
um, yeah. in that place, unfortunately. So, and I, you know, and, and talking about F1 and, and IndyCar and, uh, you know, they're, they're being picked up by, you know, like in America, NBC Sports are broadcasting the IndyCar to as they normally would if it was the real the real deal. So, um, it, it it's it's an interesting thing. I mean, um, we talked about before we started recording, I wanted to touch on series that are kind of missing out um, on eSports. I mean, you know, could you do a rally one, perhaps? David A? Yeah, sorry if I just take a little little departure, but I promise it will be small. Um, <laughs> while, be. while you were saying that, uh, you know, they are broadcasting these races yeah. and uh, using uh, most of the, uh, most of the times the also the real commentators and uh, and so on and broadcasting on them on TV. I mm. think that it it's. Uh, uh, no matter the, the sim or the, the actual race, it's a good uh, a way to uh, let people know and understand what sim racing is or in general competitive gaming because uh, for example here in Italy the, not the news that uh, in, during the Olympics that were supposed to be held uh, this year in, uh, in Japan yeah. Uh, one of the categories would have been uh, competitive gaming. Uh, there were a lot of, uh, you know, statements like, oh, they're going to play Mario Kart uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> and stupid things. Yeah, a gold medal for, uh, for Mario Kart racing and, and, and this stuff. Instead, uh, maybe this is the right opportunity to show people that, uh, yeah, gaming is gaming. It's not real life, but uh, it's a long way uh, ahead and different from... Uh, arcade games of the of the 90s so uh, just uh, sorry for yeah, the, no, no, it's fine. Yeah, you're right i mean you know when you talk about um i think we we touched on this in a recent podcast didn't we about you know talking about sim racing there there is a certain view isn't there that gaming or whatever it may be because we, you know because when you when you use the word esports we we immediately associate that with sim racing but there's other esports out there yeah. Um, you know, Counter Strike and um, Fortnite and Dota. God knows what. There's so many games that have an esports series now, which are all being hit um, by the coronavirus and everybody yeah. having to stay um, indoors. But I, I had no idea there was gaming at the Japanese uh, Olympics. I had, yeah, I, yeah, I, they, I they, heard that. Yeah, there were supposed to be uh, held some uh, some competitive. Uh, uh, gaming sessions and uh, it would have been the first time and you know it, it was the right time because Japan is uh, is a, a cradle of gaming uh, of the gaming industry mm. they're really uh, ahead in that uh, in that department so it, it fitted it fit sorry yeah yeah so um, going back to what I was saying before then uh, before we took that slight diversion um which was what? What was I saying before we took that slide? The supporters have been missing out of oh, not yes, having their own. Oh, yes, thank you, thank you. So we look at Rally. Rally isn't doing anything right now that, I, that I've seen, and I don't think really, you know, Dirt 1, Dirt 2, or any of the Rally games out there are kind of set up to do any kind of broadcast. Would I be right? Yeah, well, I think so. Yeah, go, Danny, also... go, go. It's also not really the, the same kind of... Uh, well, it's not this, a sport that is... No. That easy to expose as an entertainment uh, no, thing not. to you're sell. No, it's not. You're right. So it's a yeah. bit harder to make it uh, entertaining, as I guess. 
Yeah, one that I, you know, that it is a, is a is a sport that I love is British touring cars. Probably don't watch it as much as I should do, but you know, they're probably sitting there now wishing they were in a game of some description. Uh, whether you know, being the likes of iRacing, like or or um, I think Project Cars Two perhaps might have a couple of touring cars, but um, obviously, world touring cars are in race room, which you touched on, um, Danny. Um, is there any other series that you think would be sitting there now wishing they had an esports platform? Mm, that's well, hard to... The to... supercars, they might... I don't know if they just use the supercar in iRacing because I know there are a few quite big leagues there, so they yep. they might have jumped on that yeah. one. But yeah, the BTCC is I have seen a supercars the one somewhere. I was digging around the internet the other day. I did come across a supercars one. Yeah, I mean... British touring cars for me is one that I would definitely think that is would be sitting there wishing they'd had one. Um, I mean, you, you know, you got the new MotoGP game coming out soon, but it's not quite the same, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that it's uh, more of a problem for you know those national series that uh, yeah. have have um, an audience. Maybe sometimes even international, like the. Uh, the British touring cars, but uh, still, because they are uh, at their core a national series, they uh, do not get uh, the same um, attention, seam-wise, uh, as international series. Uh, D DTM haven't announced one, have they? I've not seen it. They're in race room, aren't they, DTM, right? Yeah, they, they should yeah, have a yeah, good platform with race room, but I, I haven't yeah. seen any racing, to be honest, any sim racing. I mean, official series stuff. No, that's true. Which I'm really surprised about. Um, yeah, considering that uh, it, yeah, it has availability, series, doesn't basically, it? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're kind of they're kind of missing out on that. Um, I think. Um, Honestly, Paul, going back to uh, to the rally, yeah. uh, to the rally suggestion, I think that. Uh, uh, as Danny was saying, uh, it's a different kind of racing, but especially because, you know, in rallying, uh, uh, apart from rallycross, in rally you race uh, uh, in a certain sense alone on the track. You do your uh, your stage and, yeah. uh, and you go to the next one until you're done. And for competitive uh, racing, I think that... Uh, it is more spe spectacular to have uh, multiple cars, uh, you know, battling uh, one another. So probably that's uh, that's a big, uh, you know, the, the big problem with uh, trying to do something uh, uh, um, esports-wise uh, with uh, with rallies, uh, where rally seems. Yeah, yeah, I, and I and I get from a viewership point of view, rally isn't necessarily as entertaining for others because you you've just got one car on the on the, uh, you know on the route um to break the time but i mean when you watch rally i'm always impressed by their by their speed um and the control as they as they go across different types of surface to yeah but to uh, have you have you ever noticed that um that kind of feeling that you have when you watch uh, rally cars uh, that they seem like you know they are literally flying like spaceships yeah, uh, yeah, in the, in yeah. the in the truck it, it doesn't uh, it isn't replicated uh, like no, that in right. rally games yeah, it, it doesn't right. feel the same when you watch you know a replay it doesn't feel the same in in sims i don't know why but uh, reality 
in this case is much more uh, much much more interesting and addicting yeah. to watch than uh, than seems i don't know why it happens no, but yeah, i think, I've that's, I think that. that's a really i think that's a really good point yeah i think you're right it doesn't seem to have the same kind of impact which is probably why there is there isn't one but even even so you know i i do you know just taking it away from the scenario in now i'm sure that there are fans that who are people who are fans of dirt rally who play it religiously who would love the ability to be able to quickly run an event within the game you know mm, and be able yeah. to broadcast that because i think it is lacking that yeah um, even though you have to remember that if the uh, rally series uh, will organize something it will be on uh, the wrc game and not on their their, their rally. yeah yeah of course so, yeah, of course so yeah, yeah the, but, on but, the, but even still i mean nothing to stop dirt rally you know codemasters you know developing a platform um that would allow somebody to host an event and then you go and every and everybody can watch the others as they compete and then it's their go and it just yeah it would be i think that would add an yeah. element to the to the game anyway going off with a bit of a tangent um i'm conscious we're already up to the 40 minute mark and there was you thinking we weren't going to do 30 minutes but let's humbug. do three hours never yeah. let's anyway. do three hours straight <laughs> anyway um my, my next point is what happens next so what happens we've got all these you know these formula one stars we've got indycar stars we've got other you know guys from the world of gt gt cars and other and other sports um and what happens when they go back to their day job because i think we've got to understand now is like for instance i've got so much time on my hands to do with our with race department you know i'm having i'm having discussions about uh broadcasting stuff at the moment uh you know doing some testing with paul on that um and just making sure things are slick and working together and, and understanding what we can and what we can't do. And, you know, I still work in my normal job, but I'm working from home at the moment, and, and I'm sure many are in the same position. And this is what these F1 drivers and these IndyCar drivers, they're all working from home, you know, if you think about it. Um, yeah. What happens when we go back to a normal world? Will Is this just a bubble, or do you think it will wake some people up and maybe they'll run potentially an esports series alongside the real f1 series and, and, and would they do it would they continue to do it remotely like they are now or do you think it will go back to more like the f1 esports that they do i think it's the gfinity arena in london what are your thoughts where, where do you think this is going to lead to what, what do you predict well i think this is going to be like if you, you mentioned bubble i think it's going to be some sort of let's say with for fear of not being too aggressive here, an infected bubble, which means people, when once everything is over, the drivers will have to go back to their simulators, to their training, to their real races. Yeah. But um, and everybody else to their to their There's jobs. There's nothing to stop them to, no, to still but they've stream been and exposed and, to it now. They've yeah. seen it. They've tried it themselves at home. They raced their friends. They're racing like competitors online. Yeah. So I'm sure many of them will keep going back to it. Of course, maybe some of them, or I guess most of them, sporadically, but uh, yeah. definitely a lot, a lot more will be involved on and off, at least, for sure. Yeah. What about you, David? Eh? What do you predict? Yeah, I think that uh, for what it concerns series and, uh, and, and championships, uh, uh, they will probably do not happen. Because, uh, first of all, the drivers will be um busy with the real uh, real driving and uh, secondly because uh, the disorder show, shown by most of those uh, of these virtual series 
means that uh, probably when the when everything is back under control and they can race the actual cars they will not want to touch uh, the virtual ones but uh, as Danny was saying probably for what it concerns the drivers yeah they will be busy with the real driving but uh, during the off season uh, uh, it is uh, uh, probable that they will continue sim racing to to train uh, and uh, and keep sharp uh, like uh, some of them are uh, already doing like for example uh, Verstappen yeah yeah I mean we actually I haven't even touched on Verstappen he does a lot of sim racing on iRacing and is often competing against um, yeah. the likes of Lando Norris um, they, they both seem to love iRacing I haven't I haven't tried it so uh, I don't have any don't have any time to try another platform if I'm, or another game I just don't have well you could argue i do now but um but i I don't i'm loving acc uh, far too much at the moment um yeah it's an interesting one isn't it i think i think it has kind of i mean i don't know for instance i don't know if shoulder clerk has always been a sim racer i mean he's of that generation that would have grown up with consoles um you know, as where Jensen Button, when he started racing, they were talking about this the other day when he, because he took part in an event I watched and he also took part in the, in the F1 one as well, is that he got introduced, Sims came in later in his career. So, you know, the Sims that they have where they're training um, back at camp, you know, at McLaren or at Ferrari or wherever, um, you know, they're not being around that long. Um, and they came in towards the the, late, the latter part of his, you know, but with the likes of George Russell and uh, and Alex Albon and and so forth, there's they, something they've probably been doing. Uh, uh, whether whether now it's just they're taking it online, I got the impression that because George Russell kind of Instagrammed or tweeted something, and I, you know, about his new rig. So I didn't know if it was all new or whether he had. But it, it, it's it's only a good thing. And, and going back to, I forget which one made the comment about promoting these, you know, with F1 and, and NBC and so forth in, in each country, um, picking up these broadcasts and broadcasting them to an audience that would normally watch real motorsport and open their eyes to it may bring more people in and, and so forth and people buying, you know, Logitech 29s and 27s or... Fanatec equipment or Huskenfeld pedals and because some people will have just so much money they can throw at it and others not so much different budgets um I I, I think there'll be some residual from this a residual that's a good word I like that one um obviously it's, it, it is a bubble I think it will fade away but I also think it'll kind of wake some people up Unfortunately, the people that it wakes up are the people with money, so it tends to go for more the elitist, um, the aliens of sim racing. You know, race to palm, and we're more about your your average racer. I would argue. You know, we got the odd alien that competes, but we want to be a platform for all. We don't want to be elitist. Um, you know, I, I'm not quick by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not consistent either. Yeah, we know that. All right, all right, all right. Take <laughs> that in. Take that in. Um, but, you know, I've, I've been hosting some awesome races on Saturdays at Race Department in, in a set of course true, true. And, um, and this week we're at Barcelona for an hour and a half race. And, you know, and, and to read the comments that people have been posting recently, one was like, you know, I'm really enjoying these events. You know, people are respectful. Um, and, and, and that's what you get generally in, in an organised event. And that's what we're seeing in a lot of the esports um, 
events. It's I think going back to the SRO one very briefly, the thing that upset me about that was the, the lack of viewers because you know that's one thing F1 has over the rest is you know it has a huge audience and when you see the likes of Lando Norris getting seventy thousand viewers and then the F1 channel has got another twenty thousand viewers. Um, and I can imagine people have got the F1 channel here on the left side of their screen and they've got Lando Norris' stream here. And then on another monitor, they've probably got George Russell. So they're watching, they're able to watch the race from different perspectives, which is something you can't do on an F1 broadcast so well. Um, you can do it with F1 TV, I believe, but I don't know how many, if you can have multiples open. Uh, we don't have F1 TV in the UK because Sky Sports have the rights to broadcast uh, over here. So it, that's not an offer uh, live, but I know you can switch car different onboard cameras, but I don't know if you can have different multitudes of feeds at the same time, you know. So that's something the virtual world can give you over the real life um, world. So yeah, it's an interesting time at the moment. Um, and I, I'm intrigued to see where it's going to end. And if we're going to see other series going back to British touring cars now, whether they're suddenly going to appear in a platform or or get a licensed game. Um, hopefully one that's, you know, sim-like. I mean, could you imagine if Kunos did a, a British touring car game? Oh, I'd love that. <laughs> absolutely. I think I'd have to wet myself. I think that's how excited I'd be for that. But could you imagine if that happened? But yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see if there's any other series out there that, you know, I know we've got one forum member that's bang, always bang on about super trucks. Um, I'm sure they'd love a super trucks esports series um i'm sure there are other listeners that have you know a fondness for other series out there that would you know they probably think uh, i mean even like automobilista i mean the minis in that i mean you know i mean minis still race now normally it's like a support race but um you know even like a little a little you know, afternoon challenge on in those would i think would would be some great racing you wouldn't necessarily get the viewership but I think it'd be entertaining, uh, at least. But yeah, an interesting world we're living in now, and um, let's see where this all all ends up. Um, and hopefully, these people that are coming in with their millions of pounds that have backing and don't ruin it, um, you know, but but don't dilute it as such. You know, make it make it accessible, bring in a new audience, and hopefully grows the 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 sim racing that we love. And um, enjoy. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> Bravo. Thank, clap, 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 <laughs> thank, you. thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. I should. I should be. Pre I should be prime minister, shouldn't I? I yeah, you should run for <laughs> for um, prime minister. Yes, please. I, yeah. Or... This country needs it. You know it. Right. So, um, just before we bring this podcast to a close, we're, we're heading towards the hour. Um, just a few things we want to just mention. Stefano leaves Kunos. Um, give us a 30 Stefano, seconds on that, Davide. Stefano, Stefano. Yeah. Stefano. Stefano, sorry, yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah. I did. I read Stefano, but I pronounced, I don't know why. Um, were, you, were you surprised by that, both of you? Uh, yeah, I must say I did, because uh, I always... I. I always uh, associated uh, Stefano with uh, with Kunos. Yeah. You know, it it was his uh, uh, his uh, studio, and uh, it was named after his cat. And uh, he was uh, um, with Marco. You know, the the core foundation of uh, 
of everything we had uh, from from them in the last years. So Netcar Pro and Assetto Corsa, Assetto Corsa Competizione. And uh, it was uh, it was strange. It was weird, but uh, I can understand that uh, he wants to try new challenges. Yeah. It wants he wants to do something new. Wants to yeah. Yeah. to learn something new about himself. So yeah, I must say to see that where he where he turns up. What what are your thoughts, Danny? Maybe he's gone to do your BTCC game. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, could you imagine? Oh, the excitement! <laughs> don't, don't, don't say things like that, and you'll uh, you'll get me overexcited. Um, MotoGP 20 is uh, on its way soon. Um, also, kudos to Mercedes have helped up um, with the coronavirus fight. They've, um, with the help of uh, London University in the uh, university in the UK. Actually, I don't know if they were London at all. Um, have um, developed. A, a, improve the device um, and uh, are building those so um, you know uh, there's an, if you haven't seen it there's an article on race department um, about a game that's come out um, or coming out called the art of rally which is a top-down kind of indie rally game it looks a bit different looks fun I, I'm gonna check that out I know that um, the guys here have uh, checked it out already um, yeah, and that looks really interesting cool. Yeah, so, very cool game. Yeah, it, it, you know, I, I I used to play top-down games back in the nineties when you guys probably weren't even born. Um, so uh, I was yeah. born. Well, I, you know, you were <laughs> born late nineties, weren't you? No, era in the nineteen ninety. Oh, right, okay. eighty-nine guys. So uh, I'm still uh, okay, from the eighties. Right, okay, well, you, you would have been born, but you wouldn't know about them. But I was playing them, so because um, I was ten by the time you were born, David. Eh? So. There you go. Um, You're very old. I know, God. I'm very old. Thank you, thank you. I can't wait to meet you and slap you around that Italian face. Um, right. Um, and then some other worthy mentions. Uh, AMS2, um, the amount of updates coming out for that at the moment from Razer, I think we're up to update six now, um, five or six. They keep coming out regularly. So um, I haven't played it for a while. Um I played it once. I'm go I'll go back to it in a bit. Uh, iRacing update. The aero screen for IndyCar is available. Um, R-Factor 2 updates are coming. There's a new um, broadcasting overlay, which gets me genuinely excited about. I think some of the um, streams out there are testing it, and it looks good, so I can't wait to get my hands on that. And there was also an, there's also been an American Truck Colorado update. Um, other news, we are still planning on doing a podcast race. Um, I kind of alluded to some testing that I've been doing. So watch this space with uh, Paul and somebody else. We're, we're, um, we're, we're, we're trying to improve a few things before we before we commit to that. Uh, so sorry for the continued delay. I know we're in a, in a prime time at the moment to get that done because everybody's around. Um, so we will get that done, I promise, by the time this coronavirus um, lockdown is over. Uh, if you are at Loose End, come and check out our race uh, racing club events. Uh, you know, these are social events for people who are fast, people who are slow, people who are just average like myself. Um, you know, great events. You've got to be a premium member. They are good. We are getting some really good numbers at the moment because there's so many people around at Loose Ends, um, which, can only, which is only a good thing. You know, I'm getting 40 races in my events at the moment. Uh, which is, and I hope to keep that going. Um, and you know, we promote good, good, fair 
racing. As long as you follow the rules, you're in a good place. Um, I would tell you about our YouTube videos and our Twitch um, and so forth, but there is nothing happening on those at the moment. Uh, but don't forget to follow us on Instagram. You search for Race Department, uh, Twitter, uh, Race Department, and Facebook for uh, Race Department. David Day. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to say just that uh, because we are trying to do these uh, shorter uh, podcasts, uh, maybe if the uh, listeners uh, themselves want to suggest uh, a brief topic they want us to discuss yeah. about, we can uh, touch that. So, yeah, good idea. You know, we, we do something uh, that uh, they actually want uh, since, uh, as you were saying, uh, it is a bit harder to listen to podcasts uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. And, and also the news, I, I suspect a lot of the news is going to dry up at some point yeah, as well. Yeah, um, yeah, you yeah. Know, at these days, I, I'd imagine developers all tend to work from home. Um, but there will yeah. still be some some issues. I mean, uh, you know, mainly probably around hardware and stuff like that. And But, uh, yeah, um, any topics that you'd like us to touch on, then you can always tweet us, message us, DM us on Twitter or Facebook us or um, or post on the forums. You know, we'll, we'll take them by any by any means whatsoever. Um, so if you've got something you think was worth talking about and want to hear our point of view on, um, do let us know. We, we will try and line up some guests. Um, people to join us on the podcast as well to, to add a bit of variety but you know um we're here for you in this in this time of need um but uh yeah any final words from from my two cohorts this week well uh open to all suggestions let's uh, just keep it sim racing and motorsport related yes <laughs> yes yeah yeah baking's probably pushing the boundaries a little <laughs> bit <laughs> it is good but <laughs> well you know i want to tell our listeners what, what, what i've been getting up to you know, I can't. I can't do much else, can I? You know, I'm stuck well, in the I, house. I agree with Danny. You know, guys, uh, dear listeners, uh, uh, stick with the sim racing topics because you know uh, Paul has no private personal life. He has no friends, so yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have much to talk about. So yeah, sim racing, please. <laughs> Damn, yeah, you're not on your own today, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna separate the I think someone's going to get the drop from the podcast soon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can feel it in my water. Water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just saying, uh, I know I'm going to separate the next pod. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh, going to pay for you this. Imagine when we meet face to face. Oh my God. The tra- oh, you know, yeah. Imagine David is like two meters tall. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. two meters tall and uh, 150 kilos. <laughs> <laughs> Size is only a number. The bigger they are, the harder they fall, as they say. Um, mm. Well, thank you, dear listeners, for uh, tuning into the podcast. Hope you've enjoyed our rambling for um, just under an hour. Um, Danny, my friend, thank you for joining. Thanks for having us. You're most welcome. And uh, David Day, the Italian stallion, thank you once again. Thank you, mate. It was fun. <laughs> it was fun. A little, a little bit of different format this week. So um, thank you for downloading. If you have enjoyed, please leave us a review. Um, you know, tell your friends, you know, they've got nothing else to do right now. So um, <laughs> they might as well listen to this. And on a serious note, please do listen to all of your government's advice. Um, I know it's tough at the moment um, not being able to see friends and family. Uh, my sister's about to give birth and uh, I won't be able to see my new niece or nephew, which, which saddens me. Um, if anybody's lost any loved ones from the coronavirus, my um, thoughts go out to those uh, of you who have. Um, look after one another stay safe staying in saves lives remember that and uh, we'll see you next time 
I've been Paul Glover. This has been the Race Department Podcast. Cheerio. Thank <laughs> you.